Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by our latest obsession, Pain Cakes. Pain Cakes are the revolutionary cold pack that stick to you so you can stick to your routine. Whether you're pounding the pavement as a runner like me or you're tackling the clutter as a professional organizer like Christine, Pain Cakes has got you covered. Pain Cakes comes in three sizes and can be used again and again. We both keep them in our freezers. And when we feel an ache or a pain, you just stick them on your body. You can do it a hundred times. It's all the benefits of using a cold pack, but no downtime. Find pancakes at pain-cakes.com or at thousands of retailers nationwide. Welcome to Uncluttered and Unfiltered, the podcast urging you to let it go and don't look back with nationally acclaimed professional organizer, Christine Stone and self-proclaimed hot damn mess radio and TV personality, Eden Kindle. Welcome back to Uncluttered and Unfiltered. I'm Eden. And I'm Christine. Christine is neatly designed. That's where you can find her on Instagram. I like to throw that in there because sometimes in an episode we get going and we forget to mention it. And I think that a lot of people have cleaned out their closets and their pantries and would like some affirmation from you. So I just wanted to make sure they knew how to find you. Oh, thank you. And of course, I'm also on Instagram, Eden Kendall on air. You're not going to really find very many tips on living an organized life from me. What you will find out is that we are opposites pretty much. Total opposites. I mean, I don't know why I can't seem to pull it together sometimes. These are the kinds of things that you have to, as you get older in life, and our show, we always say is for everybody, but if you're over 50, you have found your people. You just accept it about yourself. You just decide, I'm going to lean into it. Exactly. You accept, as you get older, this is who I am. I don't know. I'll try to make a few changes here and there, but this is what it's going to be. And so that's why I'm so excited about this episode, because this is A lot of people talk about this, believe it or not. Our episode really is something that I think we are very different on this subject, but maybe not as different as you may think we are. Yes. Take it away. Why don't you explain? Because this was your brainchild. One always calls me a homebody, which I'm fine with. It doesn't bother me. But then I meet my friend like you. And for years, you have absolutely fascinated me because... (laughs) You are a social butterfly and to the point where I don't even know when you sleep. Honestly, I've even asked you, when do you sleep? So I thought this would be great because we're total opposites when it comes to staying home, you know, what that means. Because a lot of people say, oh, it's your antisocial, which I am the total opposite of antisocial. But I think being an organizer, which we have brought up many times, I have created a space that is someplace I really want to be after a long day at work, after going. And so it's, I think, what you create in your own space. And I have created a space that has made me more of a homebody, which has its pros, although people say not so much. But I did my own research on it, and I think this is going to be a really good thing. I, on the other hand, am, like you said, a little bit more social as far as I do like going places and being everywhere. I think I suffer from FOMO, fear of missing out more than you do. I think you have that confidence where you know, hey, I have created this life. I'm as happy as can be where I'm at. I don't have to go back later and worry that I missed something important. I want to be where it's happening. I want to be in the room where it happened. Yeah. And And, and you're not not that way. Part of it too, though, I have to admit, I'm the person that wants to be there, but I'm probably the one who leaves first because I am 
also a homebody. I do enjoy being home. And I only just recently was willing to tell somebody. This actually happened this week. And I have a friend who, and this is so exciting. I didn't know this about her because she's a new friend. She said, I do karaoke and I'm competing this weekend. And I really would love if a bunch of my friends came because I know I'll win if I have everybody cheering for me. And she didn't say she knew she'd win. She knew her chances would be greatly improved. And I thought about it and I, I really had to just say it. And this is one of the first times I've ever really honestly said to somebody, you know what? My, she, oh, she told me it started at 10, but it started at 10. Oh my God. I'd been asleep for two hours. Complete disclosure. She said, sometimes it really doesn't get rolling until 11. Oh, So I, for the first time was completely honest. And I said, too, too old. Sorry, not it. I can't go somewhere that it doesn't start until 10. I would need four cups of coffee just to, oh yeah. I can't see myself leaving my house at 9.30 to get somewhere at 10, I just don't see it anymore. There was a time, of course. Of course. Of course there was a time where nothing yes. started until 10 or 11. But this is not that season. No. And I'm willing to talk about that. That's different than not being a social butterfly. Right. That's just your internal claw. But it does have some bearing on our conversation because you have to be willing to say to somebody, no, thank you, to where they're not going to ask you again every uh, single right. day. Right. So, Talk to me a little bit about, you've got friends that are inviting you everywhere all the time. What do you say? You know, in my mind, I have this rule, and it's just in my mind. I only like to go out one weekend night, so it's either Friday or Saturday. And it's not because there aren't so many great things to do. There are so many great things to do. It's just when you work, when you when you do videos and you're constantly going, it, I have to have time to rejuvenate. I need time to regroup. I need time to have some downtime. And so I think for me, when I instituted that a rule in my own head. I stuck with it and it's been, it's worked for me. It's worked great for me. Now there are exceptions. If my kids come in town, we're always going, but it, for a general rule, I like to choose, is it a Friday or a Saturday? Now don't get me wrong. I'll still go out to dinner. That's different, but to go out and really get all dressed up and do the whole thing. I think as you get older, it gets exhausting. It takes longer to get ready. I don't know about anybody else out there, but for me, it takes double the time it used to take. And so it's a whole production and you have to be in the mode. Like I said, I have to have my cup of coffee at 4.30 to get me started. And it's a whole thing. So yeah, I think you don't have to do as much when you're a homebody. You can be in your comfy pajamas, put your hair up in a ponytail, have no makeup on and watch a Netflix show in your comfy Mm -hmm. clothes. And I, on the other hand... If I hear something is happening and I do get that weird feeling in my stomach if it's two nights in a row, especially two week nights, but I'm not somebody who would necessarily set a rule like that. I wouldn't say, (laughs) all right, if I go out Friday, I'm not going out Saturday or anything like that. However, what I have become a little bit better at is filtering out some of the optional things that maybe it's just too much. Let me give you an example of that. Some people will say to you, hey, what are you doing on such and such date? And I have a surefire answer whenever that comes up. The very oh, first thing I say, me. okay, first of all, I don't like this because they're asking you this open-ended question and they're not telling you why. So I always say, that date sounds so familiar to me, but what did you have in mind? 
Then when they come up with, oh, I thought you we could come over, you could come over and I'd show you a slideshow of my vacation, which is uh, like an old yeah. thing that used to yeah. that used to be a running joke right. back in like the 70s. Yeah. And then you can say, let me check my schedule. Gosh darn it. I knew that date sounded familiar. I have to water my lawn. <laughs> so Wash my hair. You just kind of set it up to where it doesn't sound made up. If after you find out what it is, you can't make it on that day. But I did come across an article in Self Magazine on their website. And I'll put a link to this in the show notes. And it's just some very gracious ways of saying no without actually lying and saying you have something else going on. And it's things like what you said, where you say, I made a promise to myself not to go out two weekend nights in a row. Or I'm afraid, and this is what I did the other night, I'm afraid my body clock just, I just cannot physically see myself being able to make it. And what that does is it instead of it saying life plans at night, because by the third or fourth time somebody asks, they're going to start taking it personally. But it's not personal. It's about you and your own boundaries. I also think that when you are of a certain age, no matter what, you will still get up. I still get up at 530 or 6, no matter what I've done mm-hmm. the night before. It's just your bo- body clock. So I also take that in con- into consideration when I am deciding what I'm doing because if you're going to be out till one o'clock in the morning and you get up at six still, it's exhaustion It to start your week out or to go through into the weekend and alcohol. You just can't <laughs> drink as much as you used to you without a really bad hangover. You and can't recover. No, the way. you cannot is, recover as oof. quick. And so I try to just, I don't like to say never do anything of anything, but just really moderation of anything to me, including going out. To me, that's moderation. So did you know, you knew that there was a word introvert and the word extrovert. Did you know there's ambivert and omnivert? So an omnivert would be somebody very extreme for one of these. An introvert is somebody who they actually recharge by being alone. An extrovert recharges by being in a group setting. An ambivert is what I think I am, which is somewhere in the middle of that where you aren't necessarily, people might think that you are extroverted because you are able to walk into a large room and command an audience, but maybe it's not what you really truly love. It's not your most comfortable that you'll feel. And so there's something in the middle. Don't feel like you have to classify yourself as one or the other. There's definitely some in between and sometimes it's situational. Yeah. Like I said, like not, there have been many Friday and Saturday nights that we have had plans. I think what happened though is with COVID, we got so used to doing nothing and there was nothing ever being planned that it was hard to get back into it. And so I took some of the joy from that past couple of years and implemented it into now that things are somewhat back to normal. And so I'm not doing how I used to be pre-COVID because I was exhausted all the time. I think a lot of that too was I was just tired all the time. Your body needs time to rejuvenate, in my opinion, especially as you get older, because the minute you don't, you get sick. You get run down, you get sick. At least I do. So I listen to my body and that's how I became the homebody that I am that I'm proud to talk about today. So (laughs) creating a space where you feel comfortable, that ties right into the getting rid of the clutter. Yes. You might be thinking, well, I listen and sometimes I really am waiting for that tip, that organizational tip. But 
Let's talk about that, the clutter. The clutter can be physical, but it also can be all the different shows that are waiting for you on your DVR. It can or be all the emails that you need to delete. All the junk mail that's sitting in your junk mail, taking up space on your computer. Unopened mail that you've never opened. There's so many things in your home that people used to be able to leave. And then during COVID, they weren't able to just leave it. And that's where I think people really had an epiphany and an awakening of how important your home really is when you can't leave it, when you're in it and you want to enjoy it. And so that's why I have always felt that a home should be a place that you cannot wait to come home to at the end of a a crazy busy day, especially in the world we live in right now. That's your sanctuary. That's your place of peace. That's the place you can shut the garage door and just be yourself, be who you are, wear no makeup. That's the thing about home. You don't have to have that mask on. You don't have to be somebody you're not. You're in your own house and you should enjoy it. What do you say about rooms that are multifunctional as far as relaxing goes? I know that if I am Let's say my husband is watching TV and I just want to sit up there with him and then I have my computer maybe open and I'm doing a million things. That's multitasking. That's not relaxing. But if I close, I find that if I close up the computer, if I put it in another room, if I make sure that the door to the laundry room is shut, you have to almost close out the distractions in your own home. Is that what you've done as far as the way you've set up your home to where you can feel Like when you're not working, you are not working. I feel like I've done that. I think in my space, because we did downsize, so I had to be really creative in the spaces. So I think that just keeping the space free of clutter, staying on top of things, example, laundry, things that you don't want to face, things that really cause you stress and anxiety is the first step in creating a home that you just want to be in and you can't wait to come home to. Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by Hearts for Minds. Hearts for Minds is encouraging you to use your sidewalk to motivate others for Mental Health Awareness Month. Help break down the stigma of mental illness, spark conversation, and maybe just make somebody's day a little sweeter. It's easy. Grab some chalk and write inspirational messages and pictures on your sidewalk. Snap a photo and share it online by tagging Hearts for Minds on Instagram and use the hashtag Chalk It Up for Life. That's Chalk It Up, the number four, and life. Let's chalk it up for mental health. Visit Hearts for Minds, that's Hearts, the number four, and Minds.org to learn more. So would you describe yourself, you said homebody, would you say that the opposite of that is a social butterfly? To me, it is. To you, it is? To me, it is. I am social when I go out. That's for sure. Anyone that knows me can tell you that. I'm not shy. Not at all. But I also, I think what it is, I enjoy my time alone. Mm -hmm. I enjoy, and that might have been going back to my flight attendant years, because when you're a flight attendant, you have to spend a lot of time. Wait a minute. (laughs) Stop everything. Oh, a little known fact you didn't know. Wait yes. a minute, what the? Yes. I when was a, were you a flight um, attendant? From in the 80s, in 84, 85, <laughs> 86, so those years. But back to what I'm saying okay. is okay, but. That, that when you're a flight attendant yes. and you're not senior, which I was not, you 
have to fly as an extra alone a lot and go to hotels alone a lot. You're with the crew, but they leave before you. They they have different schedules because you're you the newbie. And I learned to eat alone. I learned to read my books alone. And I didn't just stay in a hotel room. I would get out and I would sightsee and go antiquing, blah, blah, blah. But I think that job taught me that it's okay to be alone and enjoy my own company. And I think that's why a lot of people think homebodies are introverts, but really I think it just depends. Some people just don't like going out and seeing other people. I get that too. So I think it just depends on why you're staying home. So for me, I just really to rejuvenate. I like to be productive. I like to, I have a routine. I think people that are homebodies have routines anyway. Yeah. So do you have a little quiz that you came upon? Yes. So let's take our little quiz. Okay. Here. Take this along with us. This is for you listening to yes. ask yourself these questions. And we'll also have this link. This is from yes. BuzzFeed. And I found this. And it's how much of a homebody are you? And okay. this will be really good because. <laughs> we'll see if we're the same or different like we think we are. Okay. You have a specific set of comfy clothes to wear when you're home. Absolutely. 100%. For me. Yeah. But I, I think that's. I yeah. think most people do. And I do think COVID really really solidified yes i do too we increased our collection of athleisure as they call it it. but i say it's comfy come sure yeah sure you regularly spend all weekend in your pajamas or aforementioned comfy clothes and i can say yes i can absolutely tell you there have been times where i literally can hang with the dog in my pajamas watching a netflix binging something all day and i change three times a day yeah no so. I'm probably <laughs> starting out in my workout clothes and I change back probably after my shower into my comfy clothes and then I change into whatever it is I'm going to be going out in. So I change multiple times yeah. a day. And not not weekends. Yeah. Unless I'm going out. You wear slippers around the house. No. I have to say I don't either. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't wear slippers. Wear slippers. I, I don't do you have, do you allow shoes on in your home? No, we, it's not we live cleanest, at the beach, right. so and so sand. you'll just carry the entire beach into my house. Mm-hmm. No, you'd rather go straight home after work on Fridays than do anything else. I'm going to say that's not really me either. That's 100%, 100% you, yes. 100%. And when I've worked all day, I'm dreaming about going home and changing into my comfy clothes. Is the bra and, coming off in the car? Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, oh God, we're almost there, we're almost there. So yes, that is definitely me. Let's see. You'd rather order delivery than go out to a restaurant. So that I actually am 50-50. That's situational for me. And I would say here there isn't a lot of really good takeout. So I would rather throw something on and go grab a bite to eat than mm. do takeout because there just isn't a lot of good takeout And that's options. where the gray area comes in because yes. for me, you'd think it was the opposite for both of us. Okay. You own a breakfast tray that lets you eat in bed. <laughs> Do you ever eat in bed? I do eat in bed. I'm not proud of it, but I don't eat a full meal and I don't have a breakfast tray. If I have some granola in a cup, yeah. something like that, but same, something like that, yeah, but, but not a full in. meal and I don't have a tray right. set up. Yeah. Um, and I, don't, I don't order the pizza to come directly to the bed. No, <laughs> you, know? no. you yeah. prefer shopping online to going to an actual store. No, I don't I, either. I, yeah. I'd like to try things. On I like too. to try things on. I miss the malls. I miss, it was just an event. Yeah. I mean, it. 
I miss it. I do. It's not as much fun. I do online shopping, but I don't enjoy it as much Mm -hmm. as going somewhere and trying clothes on and making an event out of it. Especially during the holidays, I enjoy going shopping. And I know there are a lot of people listening or no, I would much rather not do that. Okay. One, you just, you're always the first to leave a party. Yeah. So that's, again, that's where the disparity comes in. Like here I am saying I'm social butterfly. I have to be there, but I just, I do get exhausted from it. I do feel worn out at the end of a social gathering, trying to speak with people, making small talk is actually, see everything I'm saying flies in the face of what it probably seems like I am because here I am with a podcast (laughs) doing all these things. I don't like small talk and we've been just chitter chattering, but I would rather have a sit down with one person and have a meaningful conversation than walking around a room working it. And I do get exhausted. Do you say goodbye when you leave a party? I try not to. You just only because I always am the first one to Mm -hmm. leave a party always without a doubt. So I, I don't want to disrupt anything going Mm -hmm. on or make a big commotion out of it because I could only be there maybe an hour and a half or two hours. So people will be there all night long. I'm known for that. I'm known for leaving early doing, but that's, I think more of an age thing. And I think people as they age will understand this more versus if someone who is 40 years old listening to this or 45 or even 50. I feel like from 50 to 60, my level of being able to stay out late and drink and do all those things is just very minimal now. I am proud of myself. A second time, I told you earlier that I was before this being, oh, I can't make it such and such a day because of this. And then I finally fessed up and said, oh, I can't stay out that late. My body clock doesn't do it. What I used to do is I would, this isn't, I'm not proud of this. It's not honest. It is not honest. But I also didn't want to be labeled as the old one because in my workplace prior to this, I've always been like the oldest one lately, not obviously not once upon a time, but someone would have a party and I didn't want to be like, oh, she's old. She left early. So we'd always arrive to a party saying we wanted to stop by. We have another party. Oh to yeah. Get that's to. a good holiday thing the holidays, to say yeah, too. We're party hopping tonight. Yes. And then you're still home by nine thirty, right. ten 10 o'clock. And it looks like you're just, instead of looking like you're the antisocial old crotchety person, you look like the, you're the one having the most right. fun. Right. But yeah, I am the first to leave a party usually. Okay, so your friends know that it's always a 50-50 chance you won't show up to something. That I can say if I say I'm going to be there. Me too. I I would never, ever not show up to something. If I say I am going to be there, even Mm -hmm. if it's not an RSVP type thing, if I tell somebody I am definitely there. Like I said, I'll probably be the first to leave, but I'll be there. I would rather somebody just tell me flat out, what we talked about. I don't like to be out late. I don't like to go out during weeknights. That way there's not this standing invitation and perpetual disappointment that you get when you've asked somebody a bunch of times. It it just would be better to say, listen, lunch doesn't work well for me. It's hard to get away from the job or it's just not going to happen. What if we set up a Zoom happy hour and we get in our pajamas and we just chat that way? These are the kind of things that maybe as you make those friends and you're in your 50s and up, you start to settle in and actually appreciate each other for the different kind of people you are. And being honest. I think that because nowadays with social media, lying is not going to cut it because if someone takes a picture of you out, I just think honesty has always been the best policy. But now with social media, I definitely (laughs) think being honest and is the way to go. Okay. You 
have a subscription to at least three video streaming services. Oh, yes. I have more. Oh, me too. (laughs) Me too. I have more. But I don't think that means you're a homebody necessarily. I think that there's just different things on different channels that you want to watch and they've found a way to make you pay for all of it. I was just going to say, it just means you've fallen victim to the whole phenomenon of one show is on one network and one is on another. So let's do one more. Okay. Let's see. There are so many funny ones. Um, you've started watching at least one new Netflix show in the past month. Oh, I've watched so many. Not Me necessarily Netflix, too. but so many. I always have something brewing. Me too. Me but, too. But the, I think what we're realizing here is we've all gotten into a lot of habits that really do make us all into homebodies. It's the people who were going the most crazy. I think we have a confession to make. Both of us were like not, none, neither of us obviously wanted a pandemic and nobody liked the loss that came no, along with it. No. But the actual staying home part of it, that piece of it didn't make me crazy. Did it make you crazy? It was like a dream come true minus the pandemic minus part. The, the losses. I think it gave everybody a chance to calm down. Yes. I think it gave everybody a chance to regroup, to spend time with some family members, although it may have lasted a really long time. I just think that it taught us lessons that we're carrying on still after now that it's over because people are seeing the positives that came out of that, not just the negatives. And the positives are it's okay to stay home every now and then. It's okay to recharge your mind and your body. It's okay to stay home and clean out the junk drawer and really stay on top of your environment so it's pleasing and inviting to you. And it's also okay to be the complete opposite. So we ask you, when you give us feedback, always let us know if you're a Christine or you're an Eden. Are you a Christine and it's Friday and you're like, I can't wait to get home in my PJs. Or if you're like me and you're like, okay, what's happening this weekend? Where's everyone going to be? What are we all doing? What a, I don't want to miss out. Or uh, how did I not get an invite to that? So <laughs> whatever kind of person you are, or probably what you are is somewhere in, in, between, in between. And that's also wonderful. Just remember that you have found your people right here. We have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have a YouTube channel now. Yay, and we love, so love hearing from you on our website where you can actually give us your email address. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know which side of the coin you fall on. And by all means, always remember that regardless of your age, you can let it go. And not look back. Hi, it's Eden. Christine and I absolutely love bringing you Uncluttered and Unfiltered the podcast for women over 50. For the first time, we're asking you for your help. A one-time or monthly donation from you will help us with production costs and help us grow this awesome community. Find a link to make a donation in our most recent show notes in our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Ladies Only Facebook group pinned to the top or on our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Facebook page. And in advance, thank you.